1: Domestic terror alert. Target, Super Bowl 55, another insurrection, then cutting it close.
2: Super scare after the Kansas City Chiefs barber test positive for COVID-19. And how to party safely on Super Bowl Sunday.
1: Serving food the safe way. Don't crowd the
3: grill. Bring your own utensils and bring your own snacks.
1: Then, neighbor versus
3: neighbor. How embattled country superstar Morgan Wallen's neighbor turned him in. And AOC blowback. Boom, boom, boom. Did she exaggerate
4: her harrowing story? She was all the way at the Cannon office building. That's like two blocks away. Then...
1: Lost your sense of taste or smell due to COVID-19? Can eating a burnt orange cure you? I was shocked that it worked. But does it? And what is this? TikToker versus Kim Kardashian. I
2: look like the Pillsbury Doughboy.
1: Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville.
2: Hello, everybody. And thank you for joining us. The NFL has taken extraordinary steps to keep this year's Super Bowl COVID free. But might it all have been derailed over haircuts? The barber set to give a trim to Kansas City quarterback Patrick Mahomes and a number of other Chiefs players has tested positive for COVID-19. And he was reportedly mid haircut when he found out about it. Stephen Fabian reports.
4: A COVID-19 scare for the Kansas City Chiefs just days before the Super Bowl. Megan Alexander is in Tampa.
5: The Kansas City Chiefs barber has tested positive, and he was actually giving a haircut to a player when he was given the stunning news. It was a close call for the whole team because star quarterback Patrick Mahomes was actually scheduled to get a haircut that very same day.
4: Mahomes is famous for his hairstyle, which was featured in this state back. format. COVID protocol is front and center at the Super Bowl and that includes the players' families. Okay, we spoke okay, with Let's the girlfriends of four Kansas City Chiefs players who find themselves inside the Super Bowl bubble.
1: We need to finish strong here by not really doing anything or seeing anyone else. I'm
0: working from home. We're ordering groceries, um, anything to eliminate that potential contact. Um, so it's kind of lonely. If the guys win. We will get to go out on the field and celebrate with them, but then we have a quick um, departure back to the airport and back home to Kansas City.
4: Here in New York City, the vaccination program is getting a big boost. Tomorrow is opening day here at Yankee Stadium, not for baseball, But for vaccinations, that's right, one of the most famous sports venues on the planet will turn into a mass vaccination center where it's expected that 15,000 people will get their shots in the next week.
1: Just like you, I am completely in the dark.
4: Masked singer host Nick Cannon is the latest celebrity to test positive. He is being replaced as host by Niecy Nash in the early episodes of the upcoming season.
6: COVID entered our home. And it was pretty destructive.
4: And music legend Engelbert Humperdinck appeared distraught as he appealed to fans to pray for his wife, Patricia, who has COVID.
6: I would ask you, in all sincerity, if there's any way that you could start a prayer around the world. And, uh, you know, just as soon as I'm finished talking to you, if you could.
2: Just one more family struggling in these times. Now back to the Super Bowl. Raymond James Stadium in Tampa will be heavily protected from land and sea. But after last month's siege on the Capitol, it's not just threats from overseas that officials are concerned about, but domestic terror as well. Megan Alexander in Tampa with more on that. Law enforcement
5: vessels are everywhere today off the coast of Tampa. We're just going to go do a patrol in uh,
4: downtown Tampa for the Super Bowl. There's a lot of law enforcement.
5: I joined U.S. Customs and Border Protection's Air and Marine Operations team as they scoured the sea on the lookout for suspicious vessels. As part of the security here at Super Bowl 55 in Tampa, they're asking that no recreational boats dock or anchor during the week. They must keep moving on the waterways. As in past years, the Super Bowl has been declared a national security event. The top security concern has usually been international terrorism, but this year, in wake of the Capitol riots and impending impeachment trial, the biggest threat is homegrown.
7: At this time, one particular area of concern is domestic violent extremism. There's no specific credible threat to this event, but we have been and will continue to carefully monitor. Um, the, the level of chatter that we see.
5: Containing the spread of the coronavirus is also a major issue as fans flock to the city. Despite the pandemic, that's not keeping the people away. Take a look at the crowds that have showed up at the Super Bowl experience. We also got a glimpse of where Tom Brady has been living since joining the Buccaneers. He's been renting this sprawling $29 million waterfront estate from none other than baseball great Derek Jeter. And it turns out Brady is there all by himself.
4: My family's been out of town for the last six days. They're not coming back in town until Saturday. So I really had an empty house for uh, will be 12 days leading up to the
1: game. That's the most prep I've ever had.
5: With only 25,000 fans allowed in the stadium, the rest of the seats will be filled in with cardboard cutouts, so it's sure to make for one unique halftime performance. Today, the halftime's headliner, the weekend, is already
2: soaking in this historic game. It's an honor, yeah, it's a blessing. Meantime, the fallout continues for country singer Morgan Wallen after he was caught on video using a racial slur. Overnight, the career of one of the most popular stars of country music imploded, and it turns out it's all because of an angry neighbor. Jim Murray reports.
3: Did country music star Morgan Wallen's entire career implode over a feud with his neighbor? The video we've seen of Wallen using the N-word when he arrived home in Nashville after a night out was shot by the neighbor across the street.
4: Take care.
3: In daylight the next morning, the neighbor was still rolling as Wallen kissed a blonde woman as they left his home. The video, also captured by the neighbor, of obnoxious yelling and car honking before Wallen hurled the N-word, certainly shows why the neighbor would be upset. Wallen is considered the male Taylor Swift of country music. He has five of the top ten songs on Billboard's Hot Country Songs chart. But today, all that is being erased. The Academy of Country Music says he's disqualified from competing in their April award show iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Pandora, and Spotify have also removed Wallen from rotation. Morgan Wallen was scheduled to tour with country star Luke Bryan with an event slated for August here at Staples Center in Los Angeles. But Wallen's concert dates are now in jeopardy. Today, he's not listed on the Staples Center event site. (laughs) Even Wallen's fellow country music stars are calling him out. Maren Morris tweeted, It actually is representative of our town. We all know it wasn't his first time using that word. You should try to be black like me. Trailblazing black country music star Mickey Guyton said, This is exactly who country music is. I've witnessed it for 10 years. You guys should just read some of the vile comments hurled at me on a daily basis. Wallen released this statement, I'm embarrassed and sorry. I used an unacceptable and inappropriate racial slur that I wish I could take back. It was shocking to us all to see how quick this happened. Popular national country radio personality, Sean Parr, says this is country music's reckoning. In today's society, with everything that's going on, the timing couldn't have been worse, and I'm not sure Morgan can ever come back from this.
2: Wallen's career began on The Voice, where he was eliminated during the playoffs. There's pushback today to that video posted by Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez about how frightened she was during the Capitol insurrection. She described hiding in a bathroom and hearing pounding on the door. Well, some people say she's exaggerating the situation. Amber Cagliano reports.
0: AOC is facing intense backlash today for her harrowing account of her experience on January 6th. I hear boom, 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 boom. Then I just start to hear these yells of, where is she, where is she? She says she thought the mob was coming for her, but it was a Capitol Police officer telling her to evacuate.
6: There were no rioters in Sandy Cortez's hallway. Trump voters weren't trying to kill her.
0: A guest on Laura Ingraham's show is suggesting she should get an Oscar.
4: The truth is, Ocasio-Cortez was in no danger at all on January 6th. She was all the way at the Cannon office building. That's like two blocks away.
0: Here's the lay of the land. That's the Capitol, And here's AOC's office building, about 500 yards away. The building was evacuated, but no rioters ever broke in.
1: The idea that somehow or another that this is the reality of, that there were people stampeding down the second floor of the Cannon Office Building looking for her is ridiculous.
0: Republican Congresswoman Nancy Mace's office is on the same floor as AOC's. I'm not going to discount the trauma. I felt the events of that day, they were traumatic. But at no time were there rioters at our doors uh, banging to get in. AOC is heading back at Mace, calling her attack deeply cynical and disgusting. You told reporters yourself that you barricaded in your office, afraid you'd be hurt. AOC's spokesperson says she was at significant risk because her office is connected to the Capitol Dome by an underground tunnel. And embattled Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene today portrayed herself as a victim of cancel culture. I never once said during my entire campaign, QAnon. I never said any of these things since I have been elected for Congress. It was a more genteel version of the firebrand who once questioned whether 9-11 happened. There's never any evidence shown for a plane in the Pentagon. She also wondered out loud whether Bill and Hillary Clinton murdered JFK Um, Jr. That's another one of those, um, Clinton murders, right? So what do the people who voted for her think? Haley Mason is a reporter with CBS 46 in Atlanta. The overwhelming consensus is that many people we've spoken to today do not agree with Congressman Taylor Greene. They say that she is an embarrassment. She's out there. Dr. John Cowan, a neurosurgeon, was defeated by Taylor Greene in a heated primary last year. Were people not aware of her outlandish conspiracy theories before voting for her?
7: I don't think they were aware of the totality of it. The fact that she really has touched nearly every dark corner of the internet and conspiracy theory that's been available to people for the last five to 10 years. I just don't think that's going to bode well for her in the future.
2: Is Hunter Biden capitalizing on his father's presidency? Just two weeks after his dad was sworn in, it's being announced that he signed a major book deal with Simon & Schuster. As Lester Hunt reports, he's expected to share details about his well-publicized troubles. It's sure to
7: be a blockbuster. President Biden's son Hunter has written a memoir about his troubled life. It's called Beautiful Things, and it's due to be released on April 6th. Biden's book, published by Simon & Schuster, will deal with his struggles with substance abuse. It's not known how much he'll go into his tangled love life. He divorced his first wife, dated his brother's widow, had an out-of-wedlock child with a dancer from Arkansas, and married his current wife, Melissa, just six days after they met. Photos of Biden looking strung out on drugs have appeared online. The book's opening words are these. Where's Hunter? Where's Hunter? A reference to mockery by President Trump and his supporters during the election.
1: Where's Hunter? Where's Hunter? By the way, where the hell is Hunter? White House Press
7: Secretary Jen Psaki read a statement today from the president and first lady about their son's book.
5: We admire our son Hunter's strength and courage to talk openly about his addiction so that others might see themselves in his journey and find hope. This is a personal book about his own personal journey, and I will leave it at that.
7: Meanwhile, at today's National Prayer Breakfast, President Trump was the only living former commander-in-chief who did not take part.
2: We should note that the publisher of Hunter Biden's book is Simon and Schuster, a division of Viacom CBS, the parent company of Inside Edition. A recent study found about 80 percent of the people who have COVID lose some or all of their ability to smell or taste. But can that be reversed? Well, there's a viral video that claims eating a burnt orange could bring your senses back. But does it work?
4: This TikTok video has gone viral. Make sure it's dark, charcoal, black. It's a home remedy that some say cures COVID 19 patients who have lost their sense of taste and smell. I was shocked that it worked. On social media, lots of desperate people are giving it a
0: shot. You're supposed to eat it when it's still hot.
4: Some are calling it a miracle. I waited
0: two weeks for this. I I believe that.
4: But for others, no such luck. No, can't smell yet. No, I can't smell. Caitlyn Bristow, TV's Bachelorette in 2015, lost her sense of taste and smell when she caught COVID. The burnt orange trick did not work for her. We wanted to check it out for yeah, ourselves. Right Photojournalist Matt Newey has not been able to taste or smell for 10 months. I can't smell that. It can get really depressing sometimes. There's there's moments. That I'll go through and and just wish, like, man, I really wish I could just enjoy this meal. He was excited to give burnt orange a shot. So, did it work? He couldn't even taste a tangy lemon. Same thing.
2: So that hasn't improved. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this.
1: Next.
5: How to party safely on Super Bowl Sunday.
1: Serving food the safe way. Don't crowd the grill. Bring your own utensils and bring your own snacks. And what is this? TikToker versus Kim Kardashian. I
2: look like the Pillsbury Doughboy.
1: Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back.
2: Look at this scary video, a truck jackknifes on an icy highway in Boise, Idaho, and dashcam video captures it heading right toward a police cruiser crashing into it. Wow. Thankfully, the trooper was not in the vehicle and was uninjured. The truck driver just kept driving. He was later ticketed for driving too fast and leaving the scene of an accident. A recent poll found that about 25% of Americans still plan to attend a Super Bowl party with people outside their immediate family, despite the pandemic. That is a huge concern. But if you insist on a gathering, Megan Alexander has some tips to do it safely.
5: These ladies are ready to celebrate the big game and safety is their number one priority. So if you decide to throw a small Super Bowl gathering, number one, make sure you're outside. Number two, keep your mask on at all times unless you're eating or drinking. Our guests have a special connection to the Super Bowl. Their guys play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You've got your personal coolers, which they recommend you bring your own snacks, your own condiments. We've all got our masks on. It's gonna be a challenge, but I think we're still gonna make the best of it. You don't want to share anything. Bring your own plates and napkins and individual drinks. You can't forget the hot sauce. I've got ranch and some extra masks. And of course they want us to stay six feet apart. So Ty, let's see how we're doing. Can you hold it at the end there? And six feet, we're right there. Bring
4: your own meat. Make sure that you don't overcrowd wherever the food is gonna be cooked.
5: Celebrity chef Jeff Philbin of MasterChef fame grilled the burgers. What
4: we're gonna do here is we're gonna let these grill for about four minutes per side.
5: Time to dress your burgers with the goodies you brought. One more tip, watch the game outside, whether on your TV or a projection screen. And when your team scores a touchdown, this is how
2: you celebrate.
5: It's safer when you don't yell and scream.
2: There was one more thing that I read on the CDC that we should probably keep it down with the alcohol because we definitely don't wanna let our guards down and take off these masks. If it's chilly outside, one doctor recommends you gather in your garage with the door open for ventilation. When we come back, a review for Kim Kardashian's shapewear line. It's not exactly a rave. It's not exactly the kind of online review Kim Kardashian was looking for. This video is for Kim Kardashian and Kim Kardashian
3: only. Watch this woman's brutally honest review of Kim Kardashian shapewear called Skims. What is this?
0: I thought Skims were supposed to make me look curvilicious
2: not Winnie the Pooh wearing too small underwear. I look like the Pillsbury Doughboy.
3: 23-year-old Adria Barich doesn't hold anything back while showing off the lack of shape these garments are supposed to provide.
2: you like my curves? Yes, I am wearing shapewear. Oh, he didn't know. He couldn't
3: tell. It's a far cry from how Kim Kardashian looks showing off her shapewear. And police swarmed the house of Marilyn Manson after a friend was concerned they couldn't reach the singer. LAPD showed up at the Rockers Hollywood Hills house for a welfare check Wednesday night. This just days after actress Evan Rachel Woods alleged he was abusing her when they dated allegations he denies. Cops tried for a while to get access to the house. At one point, a helicopter circled the property. Police reportedly were finally able to reach a rep for Manson, who said he was fine and just didn't want to come out.
2: And when we come back, COVID wasn't going to stop this reunion. Finally today, like a lot of grandparents, they're missing their family. So it was time for a road trip.
0: Grandma hasn't seen her granddaughter in 18 months. Hi, honey! (laughs) The teen is so shocked, she slams the door on Grandma's face. A teary reunion ensues and a big hug for Granny.
2: Together again. That's Inside Edition. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next time.
6: Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. The Hargan women seem to have it all.
5: From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing.
6: But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household.
0: Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering.